from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker, VK4 Double B with the WIA National News for week commencing January 13. And Sark at the Great Eastern Fly-In this weekend. Summerland, that's the Lismore region in VK2 Club, is again at the Evans Head Memorial Aerodrome for the annual fly-in. Their main task is recording the air traffic and they also will be promoting the club and amateur radio. Now the local CTAF, 124.2 megs AM. Weather permitting this event attracts big crowds and provides joy flights and lots of private aircraft to look at up close. A bonus feature, a display of vintage and veteran cars, and you can also visit the Aviation Museum in historic Bellman Hangar. CQ Contest. This is VK1 Alpha calling CQ Contest. That's right, VK1 Alpha. A group of amateurs recently met with the ACMA and discussed several topics, One topic that received positive feedback was the possibility of 2 by one call signs for use during contests by contest stations. Until such time as the ACMA tender outcome has been made public, this proposal is on hold. It is likely a committee will be formed to review options at that time. Tropospheric ducting event hits NBN fixed wireless services. The NBN fixed wireless services in northern Tasmania, south and east coast of Victoria suffered from a tropospheric ducting event in recent days and is being handled as a major incident. The interference ranges from the north coast of Tasmania across to the south and southeast of Victoria. And if you take a look at the Hepburn charts for the recent period, you'll see some very interesting activity. These NBN services run on 2.3 and 3.4 gigs and can deliver up to a 50 megabits per second service. Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey said the NBN media release labelled the event as thermal ducting and has had the possibility of affecting approximately 30 to 40,000 users. The disruption can be in the form of lower speed, voice clipping or potentially a complete loss of service. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Happy New Year. This is Aiden VK4APM, for this week's board comment. 2018 was a year dedicated to writing the ship and dealing with sins of the past. And as the dawn rises on 2019, we look forward to an exciting and future-focused year for amateur radio in Australia. Over the coming months, we expect a new qualification system to be implemented, and regardless of who the ACMA selects, this promises to positively change the landscape of amateur radio in Australia. We will begin delivering a number of new services of value to both the amateur radio community and the wider community in general. The IT team will bring online a range of upgraded information technology systems, and several new teams will be introducing themselves to the amateur community. But first up for 2019, we're happy to announce a change which, frankly, has been a long time coming. Many of you belong to clubs and associations which provide discounted or free membership for a period of time after an operator has passed their foundation course. This is to encourage the new operator to be part of the community. At a recent meeting, the WIA board voted to provide a level of complimentary WIA membership to all operators who receive new qualifications. 
During discussion on this matter, the issue of fairness to those who have recently completed qualifications was robustly discussed, with a further decision being taken to begin this program from the 1st of January 2018. So what does all this mean, I hear you ask? If you receive an AOCP, either Foundation, Standard or Advanced, at any time since the 1st of January 2018, and you are not a member of the WIA, you're eligible for a complimentary one-year WIA membership. If you are already a member of the WIA, either now or when you receive your qualification in the future, you are eligible to receive a one-year membership extension or a $100 discount off a five-year membership. If this is you or someone you know, all that is needed is to complete the WIA membership form and send a copy of this form and the relevant AOCP qualification showing the date of qualification being no later than 1 January 2018 and email it to support at wia.org.au. I hope everyone has a fantastic 2019 and until next time, that's all from me, VK4 APM. You are listening to VK1 WIA and the broadcast of news and information. At 10.30am and 8pm each Sunday, it is carried by the VK3BWI network through VK3RMM Mount Macedon, VK3RML Mount Dandenong and VK3RMU on Mount St. Leonard. Check it out. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor. It can happen to anybody. You forget to renew your licence and it lapses. And when you ask the ACMA, they tell you that you'll need a WIA call sign recommendation first before you can make a new licence application. So how does this work? Although the ACMA sends licence renewal notices, that's not an obligation under the Radio Communications Act. The ACMA sends the notice as a courtesy. But if the renewal notice doesn't arrive for some reason, it's still your responsibility to renew on time. In fact, it's always the licensee's responsibility to ensure that a license is current. So check, do you know your license expiry date and are your address details correct? What about your call sign? Well, your call sign needs to be protected too if you're attached to it. An allocated call sign indicates that you hold a valid license, but if your license lapses and is not renewed, your call sign is released and will be put on the WIA public list 60 days after the lapse date. So it becomes available for reallocation. After seven days, the WIA will issue a call sign recommendation to whoever wants it, with ballot provisions applying to a two-letter call sign in some states. So the message is, if you don't want to fight to get your call back, keep your licence current. Full information about the process and the forms needed can be found on the WIA website. Search for All About Call Signs and New Licence or Expired Licence or Reclaiming a Former Call Sign. The WIA website is at www.wia.org.au and the search box is your friend. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. 
international news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason VK2LAW. News from China. China's new antenna is five times the size of New York City, but some fear it could be a cancer risk. The project took 13 years to build, but researchers have said that it was finally ready to emit extremely low-frequency radio waves, also known as ELF waves. Those waves have been linked to cancer by the World Health Organization, affiliated international agency for research on cancer. Although the project has civilian applications, officially it will be used for earthquake and mineral detection and forms part of China's 11th five-year plan. It could also play a crucial role in military communications. The project follows the construction of China's first military-grade super-low-frequency transmission station in 2009. But the Chinese Navy is eager to expand its capacity and has been pouring resources into the more advanced ELF radio technology, which allows submarines to communicate with the command centre from a greater depth and is harder to disrupt. From the United Kingdom, a very successful year at the NRC. The RSGB's National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park welcomed 55,232 people through the doors in 2018, introducing the vast majority of them to amateur radio for the first time. Well done to Martin, Golf Zero, Golf Mike Bravo and his team of volunteers who keep the NRC running. Volunteers look forward to welcoming visitors seven days a week. RSGB members can download a free entry voucher for Bletchley Park from the RSGB website. Special 80-metre news bulletin on Sunday the 20th of January. 50 years ago, on the 19th of January, the first IRTS radio news broadcast was made by Bill McElwain, Echo India 9 Foxtrot Silent Key, who read the news bulletin using AM. The same bulletin was broadcast on SSB later that day on 80 metres by Jim Bartlett, Echo India 2 Baker Baker. The first broadcast on VHF was made by Shane McNamee, Echo India 2 Alpha, Silent Key. To mark this important anniversary, Jim Bartlett, Echo India 2 Baker Baker will read the 80 metre news on Sunday the 20th of January at the usual 80 metre news time of 12 noon on 3650 kHz. For this special broadcast, Jim will read both the news bulletin from that day 50 years ago and also the current news bulletin. Jim will then take the call in after the news to complete this special broadcast. From the United States, MIT Radio Society, EE, and Computer Science Department hosting Radio Technology Lectures. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT Radio Society, Whiskey One Mic X-Ray and the Department of Electrical Engineering and Computer Science are hosting a series of public lectures on everything radio, presented by academics and industry professionals. The series began Tuesday, January 8 and sessions live streamed via YouTube. Each self-contained talk addresses a different facet of radio, ranging from modulation, propagation and amateur radio to radar, radio astronomy, space-based applications and cellular and 5G technology. Registration opens for 70th International DX Convention. Registration is open for the 70th meeting of the International DX Convention, April 12-14 at the Convention Centre in Visalia, California. The convention will include Contest Academy training, seminars, keynote presentations, contest and DX forums and dinners. 
DXCC QSL card checking will also be available. Some three dozen exhibitors will attend. More than 700 avid DXs and contesters looking to improve their skills and reconnect with their peers are expected to attend. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. Summer VHF UHF Field Day, Saturday 12th Sunday, 13 January. WIA John Moore Memorial Field Day, 16-17 March 2019. John Moore Annual Field Day is a contest to encourage as many stations as possible to participate in portable station operation. The contest is conducted in many categories and most bands on HF, VHF, UHF and SHF. Club stations are encouraged to operate as a portable station. Twinneth Harangel Memorial Sprint, May 4. Trans-Tasman Lay-Band Contest, July 20. VK Remembrance Day Contest is August 17 and 18. SD Contesting Logging App now free. With effect from January 1, version 21 of the Logging App SD by EI5DI is free and unrestricted. SD supports hundreds of contests worldwide. SD runs on Windows, on Linux with Wine, on Raspberry Pi 3 with Wine and Exagear. From Altex.com No registration or key file is required. SD will continue to be supported and updated. Italian Wireless Pioneers Award Scheme ARI Fidenza and the Guglielmo Marconi Foundation has announced an award scheme based Major Italian Pioneers in Wireless and Radio Technology. All the main artifices of these fundamental discoveries and practical achievements that have made possible the birth of wireless communications and subsequent progress in radio technology. Running from the 1st of January to the 31st of December 2019, 12 commemorative radio stations with special call signs will alternate throughout the year. Each month is dedicated to a specific scientist. Through the DX window. V47UR is on the air from Calypso Bay, St Kitts Island, NA104, 8 to the 20th of January. Activity on the 160-6 metre bands using CW and SSB. QSL via logbook of the world. T2IR is on the air until the 31st of January on the HF bands, including 160 metres. QSL to his home call sign, 3D2AG. In addition, T2AT is on the HF bands using FT8. QSL via N7SMI. S79AA from Ahe, AF024, is on the air until the 2nd of February. Activity is on the 160-10 metre bands plus 6 metres as conditions permit using CW and SSB. QSL via Logbook of the World. On air is 9M2MRS from Penang Island, Iota Reverence AS015, until the 15th of February. Activities on the HF bands using CW, RITI, PSK and FT8. QSL to his home call sign PA0RRS. In South Sudan, DIA YI1DZ is active for the next six months as Z81D. He'll be on 80 through 10 minutes using SSB and some digital modes. QSL via OM3JW. He will also use Clublog and LOTW. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in England.
across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Tasmania, it can be heard on repeaters right around the state on 2 metres and 70 centimetres at 0900 on Sundays and repeated at 2,000 hours on Tuesdays on VK7RTC in the south and VK7RAA in the north. I'm Mike, VK7 Foxtrot Bravo. Time for Media Watch, and VK2WI News wishes to advise that the evening news session resumes today. That's the 13th of January. There has been a three-week break over the holiday period when there was a morning-only transmission. The evening session again, 7.30pm. Backscatter turns 50 years young this month. The magazine of renown Backscatter was first published by the Townsville Amateur Radio Club in January 1969 with George Smith, VK4GS, as editor. To commemorate the 50th birthday of Backscatter this month, a special anniversary edition of the magazine has been produced. Some lucky readers already have their copy, while everyone else who is a member will receive theirs via the post during the week. Enjoy the anniversary issue and marvel at how previous Tarkadians toiled over fume-producing, stencil-ink-emitting, rotating hurdy-gurdies just to get an issue out. The Tark Incorporated have thanked previous editor Peter Renton for the work he did in preserving the heritage editions that make this anniversary edition possible. Backscatter, the magazine of renown, keeping Townsville radio amateurs and support crew informed since January 1969. National WIA News and Q News and VK4 would also like to say well done and since 1995 when I started editing Q News, then WIA National News, we've never missed an issue of the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's backscatter. Thanks, Tarkadians. And thanks to Gavin for dropping in a personal copy on his mega tour as he came through Jimboomba. I'm Graham, VK4BB. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. With the latest worldwide special interest group news, I'm Col, VK3GTV, and this week I'm portable in VK2 in the picturesque Blue Mountains, west of Sydney. First up this week, Worldwide Special Interest Group News, D-Star. D-Star 1 telemetry received. German Orbital Systems reports a successful telemetry downlink has been received. D-Star 1 beacons were received during her first orbit in the US, Germany, Czech Republic and Belarus, confirming the successful separations of the satellites on their target orbit. A D-Star voice message beacon transmits once a minute. All modules are operated in a power save mode. This means that they are idle for 40 seconds and then in receive mode for 20 seconds. Once a signal has been received, the modules switch to receive mode for 5 minutes, so it might be necessary to ping the satellite a couple of times until an answer is received. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio, British YL Group preps for 40th birthday celebration. YLs in England are getting ready for a party and a special event station that's been 40 years in the making, as we hear from Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. In an amateur radio lifetime, 40 years isn't an especially long time, but arriving at that milestone as a group is still cause for celebration. 
As it reaches the age of 40 in April this year, the British Young Ladies Amateur Radio Association is marking the occasion throughout 2019. The Wiles are holding a rally in Blackpool on the April anniversary date and there will be a year-long special event station that includes international participation. Pilara's Jenny Jones, M0HZT, told Newsline that while Wiles in Britain were a little late to the game in forming their own group, following the US, Australia and Canada, the desire for Wiles to contact other Wiles on the air is what draws many into its growing membership. Jenny, who got her ticket in 2000, said the search for other Wiles on the air is what spurred her to join almost nine years ago. What I want to do is work as many Wiles as I could. And of course, when I joined by Lawrence and heard about the awards, I thought, hmm, okay, and that got me thinking. I counted at the time, I counted up how many Wiles I'd worked. And at that point, it was about about 30. Now, it's more than that now, literally. Now, Wales like Jenny are calling Wales all the time, particularly on the weekly Bailara Net on Thursdays at 18.30 UTC on 3866 kHz. Meanwhile, as the call sign for the special event station still awaits final approval, the Bailara organisers are preparing for the big weekend party on the 28th and 29th of April at the Norbrecht Hotel. In the US, YLRL and Bailara member RIA, N2RJ, has been working on a call sign for American YLs to use in a show of support. This big celebration would also raise Bailara's profile and accomplish something else. To encourage more members, to, literally, to get on air, to get them active. It's always been my wish to wish to get our members active. With the celebration soon in full swing, let's hope that level of activity will last at least another 40 years. I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Thanks, Jeremy. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. PWSat 2, the second Polish student satellite launched on the SpaceX Falcon 9 SSOA flight with AMSAT Fox 1 Cliff, is a student project with the goal to test a new deorbit sail. Its sail has now been deployed, and amateur radio operators are invited to take part in this mission. PWSat 2 transmits on 435.275 MHz using 1K2 and 9K6 BPSK AX25. Dashboard software to receive, decode, and upload PWSat 2 frames to the PWSat 2 cloud is available on their website. Details are in the text edition of this broadcast. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amity Young Timers, Bulgaria, to host the 2019 Youngsters on the Air Summer Camp. The 9th Yota Youngsters on the Air Summer Camp will be held in Bulgaria with the Bulgarian Federation of Radio Amateurs, BFRA, hosting the event. Individual IARU member societies will select candidates aged 15 to 25 for the summer camp which will take place from August 11 to 17 near Sofia, the Bulgarian capital city. Youth Working Group Chair Lisa Linders, PA2LS, said in announcing the annual event that this Yota camp will continue the Train the Trainer program, which will be the main theme of the week. IARU Region 1 participants will be working on the future of amateur radio 
and will be involved in workshops where they gain skills to start similar amateur radio youth events back home. With this, they are aiming to create a snowball effect to inspire more and more Yota events all over the world, enabling other youngsters and newcomers to enjoy amateur radio. Worldwide special interest groups, VHF and above. VK2ELH rattles the record books. The recent spell of hot weather has yielded heaps of DX for those working the higher bands, but VK2ELH has snagged the biggest of all. Summerland's Robbie, VK2ELH, work New Zealand on 23 centimetres. The contact is yet to be confirmed, but Robbie worked Wayne, ZL2BKC, on 23 centimetres over a distance of about 2,419 kilometres. The 23-centimetre Australian record is just that little bit longer at 2,455.1 kilometres. Both stations were running about 120 watts. So, well done, Robbie and Wayne. That's it for this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. And as I mentioned, this week, portable in VK2. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Rewind. This rewind item is rewinding just one day. It's an item supplied to our news via Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, and no doubt you'll recall Robert's story last week on the contact plan for a hookup between an astronaut in Texas and the Australian Scout Jamboree Station VI-25AJ. Although a dated item, take a listen. Ground control calling Major Tom, or maybe calling Colonel Fossum. Good morning all, this is Bob VK4DA with information on a special event within a special event. Between the 4th and 14th of January 2019, about 8,000 scouts from every Australian state plus representatives from 18 nations will converge on Tail and Bend in South Australia to participate in the 25th Australian Scout Jamboree. The special event station will be active using Victor India 25 Alpha Juliet. They are expecting to showcase amateur radio to approximately 8,000 scouts over the duration of the Jamboree. During this event, ARIS, Amateur Radio on the International Space Station, are facilitating a contact between a select number of scouts and astronaut Colonel Mike Fossum, Kilo Foxtrot 5, Alpha Quebec Golf. This particular contact is not with the space station, but with Colonel Fossum somewhere safely on the ground. The select scouts will have an opportunity to talk to Colonel Fossum, ask a number of questions. The scheduled contact is for Saturday 12th of January at 000 UTC. This contact will be broadcast live via Echolink and RLP by the Aris VK team. Listen in on um, HAM conference server, so that's uh, asterisk, H-A-M asterisk conference server on Echolink, or connect your local RLP node to 9556 and enjoy. After the contact, I'm sure the team at VI25AJ would like to put you in their log. Contact details for them can be found on QRZ.com. This being Bob, VK4DA for Aris. Let's have a look at the 2019 social scene, some of the events happening in VK. VK4, the TARC Australia Day Long Weekend Family Radio Camp, January 24-28. VK3, the Melbourne QRP by the Bay at Chelsea Beach, February 2 at 3pm. And VK2, the Wyong Field Day, Feb 24.
Are you ready for the largest gathering of radio amateurs in the Southern Hemisphere to take place again in Australia in February? Of course you are. You're heading to the Wyong Field Day, run by the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club, which is happening again for its 61st time on February the 24th at the Wyong Racecourse. This is not only the longest running and largest gathering of amateurs in the Southern Hemisphere, it also has the largest covered radio flea market area in Australia, and commercial traders have the luxury of a large air-conditioned marquee as they have had for the last couple of years. Licensed training will take place at the same venue on Saturday, with the exams and the rest of the event happening on the Sunday. As usual, there will be lectures in the main race club building along with representation from the WIA, local clubs and groups, including ALARA, the Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association. For full details, go to the club's website at ccarc.org.au and click on the Wyong Field Day tab or button, or follow the event details on Facebook as CCARC Wyong Field Day. Thanks, Ed, from VK2 to VK7. It's Meet the Voice event at Ross, March 23-24. VK4, Redfest 2019, April 13. VK5, the BRL Radio Group's annual gathering at Overland Corner, South Australia, April 6. And in VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barghamvention, October 27. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Till next we meet, walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.